This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Kathleen Merkel. She's a passionate leadership and mindset coach, trainer, speaker, and podcaster. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Roman. Not a problem. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, What's kind of your journey like? How did you get to the 2019 you? Yeah, I I actually have to start a little bit earlier because my journey has been such a roller coaster ride and it sometimes still feels as if I'm still in the middle of the journey really, which makes it really exciting. But I think my journey actually starts with my childhood and I won't bore you with all the details, but um, I was born and raised in East Germany, so as I call it, communist Germany, sorry. And um, Whilst I was fairly young when the war came down, my family was still very East German. What I mean by that is um, I grew up with high expectations, you know, a lot of what I should do and what society asks me to do really kind of, you know, follow a certain process, i.e. go to school, have fantastic grades, um, then find a job and build a safe life and a secure life. And my family still has this thinking. And I remember at the age of 18, I couldn't wait to move and to um, live my own life because there has always been this intuition and this inner sense of who am I, right? I'm somehow someone different and not who my parents want me to be. Um, And so that's what I did. And I moved five hours car drive um, away from my family home and started living my own life. And um, started as an apprentice and um, built built a mini career, you can say, and um, it steadily grew and um, has been really successful. Worked with fantastic people, but when you are 18 and you start out in a job and you live your own life, having been fairly protected all the time, you make mistakes, and I made so many mistakes along the way, um, and those mistakes really shaped me, right, and. At some point, I decided when I was a few years older, when I was 26, my life was just a bit at a breaking point, right? Um, I just broke up with my um, boyfriend at this time after a long-term relationship. The job became really horrendous. I didn't feel right for the culture of the company I was working for. And um, I just followed my passion and my dream, and that was the UK and and living in the UK and started a life... um, here um, in London. And that was the best step I've ever taken. But that was also my first experience, you know, working uh, in international organizations, having an international career and proving myself again in a completely different way and constantly still having this education and this mindset of, oh my God, I have to behave in a certain way. I have to be in a certain way because this is what my parents told me to do. It has never quite left me. And that was really for me the most important um, stage and learning when I realized that if I don't stop doing what everyone else apparently or supposedly expects me to do, 
And if I don't listen to myself a bit more and find out who I really am and what I really want to do, then at some point I will just hit a wall and, you know, have burnout and kind of don't feel really great. And that's what happened. I worked basically so many hours and was just really career focused and tried to do everything for everyone but for myself. Um, and that led to a point where my health really suffered. Um, that was six years ago now, seven years ago. My health really suffered. Um, I couldn't focus anymore. I made a lot of mistakes in my day-to-day -day job. I put people off, which was for me the hardest part of all. And I completely lost track of who I really was. Um, and I just started traveling on my own and I booked this amazing retreat in Bali. And um, it was the first experience ever that I was on my own for three weeks, looking after myself, doing yoga, meditation, eating healthy, and having Balinesian people around me who were absolutely fantastic and just so lovable and who just cared for me and all the other visitors and guests there as if we were a part of their family. And that was for me a point where everything changed. Um, and I got back to myself, I got back to thinking about, okay, what is it I really want to do? And um, that really led, led me to the point where I'm now. Um, I trained as a coach when I came back, built in coaching and development work uh, more and more into my day-to-day -day job. And when I got to a point where I couldn't really do that much in my day-to-day -day job, um, decided to move on, found a job where I could do more of that um, and started building a completely different life uh, until a few months ago when I said, okay, I want to focus on the development of people and particular women in leadership roles and I want to do that full time and give you know, the journey and the experiences that I have been through and all the learnings in particular back to those women. And that, you know, brought me to where I am now. And I live a life where I say, I am the calmest I've ever been. I'm really motivated, well, nearly every day. I feel truly fulfilled and I am still on this adventure of learning and growth. But I, to be honest, I never want to miss that. So it, it's, it became a part of me and I'm absolutely loving it. And um, yeah, I hope I can help more and more people doing exactly the same and getting out of their stuckness and um, into a really, really fulfilled life. That's awesome. I think a lot of people uh, reach that point and some people reach it and don't necessarily like make that leap as well. Mm. Um, and it's funny because I just got back from uh, being in Hawaii for two weeks and everyone is uh, so chill and so friendly, more so than in like a big city or like your typical busy society so i get that point too and i think it's very important for someone to make that leap at some point because like you said you will get burnt out eventually and doing what you don't like and being burned out that's going to lead to health issues and other things that at the end of the day that's you know the most important thing enjoying your life and what you do in your career and personal life and a well-rounded kind of uh aspect of everything around you absolutely but it takes it takes a lot of you know um, bravery, and I actually never realized that it might be perceived as being brave what I've done. Um, but working now with individuals who go through a very similar journey, I I think you know it's so brave to do that. Um, but at the same time, so rewarding and amazing once you have taken the step, and suddenly you feel more confident and you feel this level of freedom and what you probably have experienced in Hawaii. 
people experience then every day with themselves and that is just fabulous yeah and i think that first step with anything um is the the hardest thing to do most of the time because you think you're gonna fail you think you you start second guessing yourself in terms of doing what you want to love in terms of switching careers or moving or anything like a big change in life your mind's always gonna kind of play tricks on you and say maybe you shouldn't do this you're safe now uh where's money gonna come from if you switch careers why are you moving you're comfortable so i think making that first step is always kind of the hardest yes absolutely but it's doable um that's what you know the likes of myself and my peers are here for to support people making this first step you are never alone i think that is one of my biggest learnings in particular over the last three years when I started building my, my own business, um, how many people out there who are absolutely willing to support you, who just love to give something back and to build those communities, um, which is, yeah, just, just wonderful. So what motivates you to succeed? The vision of my life motivates me to succeed. And I'm in the middle of, you know, living this vision. Um, it sounds it sounds a little bit woo-woo, I can imagine. But what I mean by that is I have this vision where I say the life I started living now, I want to live forever. It consists of, you know, a life of balance where your personal life, your work life, your fulfillment in your career becomes one. Um, where you can make choices in your life, where you own your decisions fully, um, where you can, I'm, I'm a big, big traveler. I just love traveling the world and, you know, I'm learning about different cultures and languages and I'm having the ability to do that and to connect it with the work you do is for me pure luxury. That is something absolutely wonderful. Um, and I want to be, you know, I want to be, in a relationship and a part of a family that is there for one another and that's present and not at a state in a state where i say you know i come home every night um and then probably before going to bed i still catch up on emails i feel exhausted all the time and i'm not really fully there um so that is one big piece of my vision the other piece is you know I know so many people and in my family in particular, everyone thinks about, okay, getting ready for retirement and making sure you have a retirement pot in place that, you know, you can live from. And I think a hey, retirement is something of the past and the retirement pot in particular. I mean, I live in the UK, Brexit is, is near and you n never know what's going to happen. And the word security is for me something that I can only create for myself. Um, and I want to be in a position where I say, you know, I'm healthy enough, I am growing all the time and I am able to work as long as I want to work because I just love it and it gives me quality of life. So I don't think about this phrase retirement, I think about creating the presence and the future and just live the life I and, and we as a, as a couple, as a family really want to live. And that is really my key motivator. Yeah, I think uh, one thing you touched on, that travel aspect. I think um, I'm originally from Ukraine. I've been back a few times. I've been back and traveled all over Europe and some other places around the world. I think it's important to get a uh, holistic worldview and learning from other cultures and basically becoming a more well-rounded person. And I think it helps you in your line of work because you meet different cultures, different people. 
understand how they tick and where they come from and it better enables you to kind of communicate from people you know all over the world obviously the UK London is more you know an international place like the United States is as well mm. so all those kind of uh, cultures as a melting pot that uh, experience of travel really helps in that sense yes absolutely yeah. And I think also the whole retirement, I think a lot of people are like, you know, worried about retirement. I think you should plan and have some kind of plan, but, you know, live and enjoy life in the present because you're not guaranteed the future. Hmm. So, yeah, you shouldn't be just doing these extreme things and not have a, a, some kind of safety net. But I think often people, you know, I'm going to retire in 15, 20 years and that's when I'll travel and that's when I'll do my passions. But then you're living, you know, the, the next 20 years without kind of motivation or enjoying that journey to get to that point. Yes, absolutely. The, I think the traditional kind of understanding of retirement, you work until a certain age and then, you know, you basically are being paid back your retirement savings is the thing of the past, at least for our generation. And so therefore you've got to look after yourself and really make sure that you can for a very long time and our life expectancy has clearly increased. Um, live a good life and good life in your own sense. Everyone has a different definition, but make sure you know um, you enjoy it now and you can enjoy it in the future. I agree. So what's uh, one weakness that you've had in the past that you've turned and turned it into a strength and utilize it today? <laughs> that is a tough one, right? To find only one weakness. Um, that I've turned around. I think the, the number one is probably being a German. Um, it's my directness. I had to tune down quite a bit when I moved to the UK um, in terms of you know how I share feedback, what I say, uh, as to whether I say no and don't add anything to it and just let it stand alone, um, which is not really accepted here. Um, and it was such a wonderful school. But I still kept a lot of this directness and nowadays my clients in particular give me feedback that I really appreciate that about myself. They know what they see is what they get. They know I challenge them with a lot of empathy. So I support them along the way and I'm, I'm a very warm person, but I'm, I, say, I say what it is and I say what it's like and I say what I see and observe, you know, and I don't necessarily fuff around for a very long time with it and that has clearly been my major flaw that I've turned into a strength and a real kind of value add in my business. No it's awesome yeah I think uh, because um, obviously from a, a former like Soviet bloc country and like Eastern Europeans usually like don't show a lot of emotion so like in the United States, you know, people think sometimes when I'm like more calm and collected, I'm enjoying my time, but I'm not like visibly like laughing or smiling, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not happy or enjoying the time. So it's kind of a, a similar cultural uh, change that I had to kind of adapt to living in the United States. Yeah, I can well imagine. Yeah, same here. And I actually worked with um, a lady from the Ukraine last week. And it has been such a fantastic session because I, I got her and she got me and we could be fairly direct with each other and therefore the progress was just phenomenal. So we, we, we achieved certain goals in two and a half hours and you sometimes achieve maybe, you know, within three sessions and that was, um, yeah, it can be really, really helpful. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm 
direct as well and try to get to the point and uh, try to put things out there. I think living here also uh, enabled me to develop a, a better idea and, and a better uh, emotional intelligence. So in different business meetings and understanding people's emotions and body language more and tuning down that directness sometimes and explaining myself. So that's kind of uh, been a change for me. Yeah, I, I can well imagine. How long have you lived in the States? Well, I've been here. I mean, I've been here since I was five. So I came here in 1990. Right. But uh, being raised, you know, speaking Ukrainian and like Ukrainian culture and stuff like that and around Ukrainian people it was still like prevalent, that kind of mindset. Yeah, yeah, I can well imagine. Just so fantastic to be exposed to different cultures and to learn and to adopt to a certain extent as well, you know. You learn so much about yourself and that's the beauty of that. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? If, if, if it's okay, I would like to give two pieces of advice. Sure. The first one is be present. I see so many people hustling around all day, every day, um, not seeing their children grow up, you know, not really stopping to take stock and to really appreciate what's around them. So be present, slow down to go fast and enjoy the moment a bit more, you know. Um, as far as I know, and we've only got this one life, so make most out of it. And the second piece is listen to your needs. It is one of the major topics I work through with my clients to really stop and think about what's important to you, what makes you thrive, what makes you feel really happy, what makes you feel, you know, at your best. And what is it you need to, yeah, be at your best and to get, you know, the best version of yourself out of you. And that means you really got to listen deeply and to stop and to think about it and, um, and then to express those needs as well. It is fair enough to do a lot of things for other people and to be there for other people and that's so important. Let's be supportive to one another and let's you know embrace communities. At the same time, you've got to have the energy to give back. So really listen to your needs and yeah, express those and communicate those. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, the first point, slowing down. Uh, everybody's super hectic, uh, running around and doesn't necessarily take the time. And I think when something traumatic happens or a big life event, that's when you're kind of forced to uh, see. And sometimes it's too late. My grandfather passed away this year. Like I would have liked more time with them. And it's those kind of things where you uh, reminisce or kind of uh, think back uh, more time would have been nice, you know, saying certain things that you may have not said. And what's actually important, because a lot of societies and different cultures, the U.S. especially, is commodity and kind of commercial driven. So, you know, commercial things um, in terms of like capitalism by this, by that. At the end of the day, when you don't have that or you lose somebody, like it puts things into perspective that none of those things are really important. They may give you um, a temporary kind of high or fix, like, okay, I got a new, you know, purse or car or piece of jewelry, but that, you know, that high fades. So whatever is left over is the relationships, the friends, the family, that's kind of the important circle you have around you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm really sorry to hear about your grandfather, by the way. Those are the moments really when we remind ourselves how important those social connections are and being with people and um, you never know what's going to happen. 
So, and, and I couldn't agree more with regards to, you know, commercial motives or motivations. It's really important to think about, yeah, where else do you get your motivation from and your energy and experiences and so on. That is really what makes us tick in the end. Yeah, it has to come from something deeper because if you pursue something material, like your goal is to have a $10 million house or, you know, a Lamborghini. And once you get there, it, it, it's going to be empty unless, you know, you've enjoyed the journey up until now. And that's just the culmination of your journey and you're reaching your goals. Yes, I could not agree more. So I really appreciate you coming on today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you or anything else you may have going on? Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you for that. I think the best way to find me is through my website, which is um, www.kathleenmerkel.com. And you can find me on literally all social media platforms, Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest. Um, and I have a fabulous free Facebook group. So if you're free to join, if you want to become a legendary leader, it's called Legendary Leaders. Um, and I help you through the challenges we've discussed here, really, with some exciting videos and live teachers. Um, sharing in a supportive community. So um, pop by and say hi. Awesome, thanks again for stopping by. Thank you so much for having me and have a great day. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.